Hey there, it's Susan Bradley. You are on the roadmap to 50K because I'm building a brand new store. I'm doing it on Shopify and I'm actually bringing you along behind the scenes with me so that I can show you how I'm setting it up and making sales. So this episode is going to be fun. I'm going to tell you all about the collaborations I'm working on for my new business, Sock Doggo. And the goal is to give you some ideas so that you can do it too. So buckle up. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey, welcome back. This episode is uh, all about collaborations, which is uh, something that is super high on my radar. And so even though I'm kind of winging it on this episode, what I want to share with you is what they are, what I think they are, why I think they work so well, a little bit about how you do it. And as we go through, I'll talk about the collaborations that I'm actually working on with Sock Doggo. And then we'll just wrap it up with uh, you thinking about how you could take this and apply it to your business. And I'll tell you, this is so high on my radar, simply because as I'm building Sock Doggo, particularly as I'm trying to get to the first $50,000 in sales, I'm really a little bit concerned. I got to tell you, it's harder than I I remember. <laughs> so that should be uh, maybe music to your ears if you're finding it a struggle, that uh, it's harder than I remember to do it organically. And, uh, and that's part of the reason that I'm, um, I'm focused on some collaborations because of uh, authenticity, and also the fact that uh, I'm not paying for that traffic. And so it's a big deal for me. It's something I'm really focused on in the inner circle, just recorded a training and we're, we're starting a new unit on collaborations, because we're all in this e commerce game together. There is room for all of us. Many of us, most of us are uh, working hard and smart. And uh, what I've seen, particularly, we've got some members that have uh, done some great things collaborating with each other. And what I've seen is that the response you can get, like the results you can get are actually surpass what you can get with a lot of paid traffic. So I think it's a... um, well worth investigating. It's worth the time I'm going to put into it. And uh, I'm excited to uh, do it and share my results with you. But let's talk about what it is for a minute. So when I think about collaborations, really, what I think is that it's, uh, it's really just two businesses, uh, two businesses that are coming together to create some sort of event where they feature each other, or they partner with each other. And of course, the reason that it works is uh, really grounded in how you set this up. And of course, you have to partner up with somebody who has an audience that has a similar profile. So even though you might not sell competing items, you uh, attract the same audience to your business. And so what it does is, first of all, it exposes that audience to your business, which is yay, amazing because it's kind of free, free eyeballs. Uh, But the other thing that it does is uh, it adds some, some genuine authenticity to it. It's kind of like 
say you were purchasing a car and there were two cars that you liked uh, or maybe three cars that you liked, but somebody you knew, somebody you knew doesn't even have to be a close friend, recommended one of them. That really takes that, uh, you know, that takes, puts that car to the front of your list. And so that's what it does. It, this, when you collaborate with another business, it brings some of that to the forefront and uh, makes the traffic better quality than paid traffic. So that's why it works so well. It's really part of the warming up phase. And so really how you do these collaborations, I mean, there's so many ways you can do it. I'm just going to try and walk you through what uh, what I'm working on and what uh, I think that I want to work on if I'm not doing it right now and uh, where I see that we will be adding training on this because it's a little bit tricky. But really, there are little tiny collabs. There are um, big collaborations and there's everything in between. And so when I think about the most important things, the actually the most important thing when you are thinking about who you could collaborate with, it's really about the audience. It's not about competing product. It's not actually even about the same kind of product. It's really about the audience. And the important part is that they have something in common with you, the audience that you already have. They have something in common. And that's number one. The second thing I think is incredibly important, uh, and, and certainly I'm going to focus on, is that they are an audience of uh, buyers rather than an audience of fans. Like I want people who actually have a uh, proven history of taking out their credit card and, you know, entering it rather than people who are clapping. That's that's what I'm looking for. Now, that's not to say that I will not collaborate with people who have an audience of fans. I, I will because I need all the eyeballs I can get. I just think that my expectations need to be different if somebody has an audience of fans rather than buyers. So the other thing that I think that is important when you are thinking about who you could collaborate with potentially is it's going to be an easier, smoother process if you collaborate with somebody who you know, that you have some sort of relationship with. And so that's why, you know, in our inner circle, it works so well, because everybody's on the same page, they know what each other is talking about. But even if you're looking beyond your immediate uh, circle, you really need to establish some sort of relationship so that, uh, you know, there's that like no trust, no like trust, uh, because it will uh, break down some barriers when it comes to some of the technical technical things you might have to do or the expectations you have of each other. So what I want to do now is I'm actually just going to dive in. I made this uh, big fat list of collaborations. Some of them I am uh, working on now and I will I will tell you the ones that I'm working on. Some of them are just on my radar to do. And I'm going to try and start with the the lowest hanging fruit, the easiest one. So if you haven't gone down this road before, this is for you, this one. So the very first one, and I have certainly uh, done it before, I have a great little story about it, actually, is simply a sponsored post. And a sponsored post is really where you collaborate with someone who, um, who has the same audience, same, not same audience, but you know, an audience with a common fact, you know, common commonality. And uh, you, you work together to create some social media posts 
about their product for each other. So you would uh, make a post about their product, they would make a post about your product, and you would make it a little bit personal. I mean, it's okay to even exchange products, send each other one. You might actually talk about how much you like the person and then the product that they make. Or you could talk about how much you like the product. But what's really important is that you are a known factor to your audience, and you are recommending another business, and you're including a link to their site. And so that's something that's pretty simple. You don't have to do a lot of legwork. There's really no tech involved, maybe exchanging of some images if you want. Um, And you could do this, you could put this on your calendar to do uh, once every two weeks, find a partner and do it. And it would be super, super simple uh, for for both of you to do. And it would actually make you uh, somebody that people want to get to know. So I think that that's the, the very first way you could dip your toe into this. And then to build on that a little bit, Uh, I have this uh, thing, and we're actually just creating training for this in the inner circle, where you could do a sponsored email for each other. So you could build on the post and actually do a sponsored email. And so what that means is you, you could post, but then you could also email your list. And you could do it in many different ways, you could, you know, approach it in many different ways. First of all, you know, I think in the episode, the content episode with Jane Hamill, she talked about the my five favorite things, which I think is so cool, because you could actually do this with three or five or seven businesses. And you could all email your lists and and you could go ahead and, uh, you know, share amongst each other and get people clicking through to their site, or you could build on it and do something like uh, a giveaway. So you could email your list and say, hey, my favorite business, or one of my favorite businesses, or one of my favorite business friends is having a giveaway, and you could actually send them to their landing page. And of course, they would do the same for you. And that way, you could get traffic to your site, you know, traffic on your Facebook pixel. But you could also collect some email addresses. It's like sharing an asset. The other thing you could do is offer a coupon or a discount or what I like to call a promotional gift card to each other's businesses. And that's something you could do. You could also offer um, a gift with purchase. So you could say my friend, uh, you know, my friend's business, and she has these amazing products, and she just came across this uh, super item, and she's shipping it free with every order this week. And again, send them to the product uh, or the the website uh, with that offer and they would do the same for you. And you could actually mix these up. Your offer doesn't have to be the same as their offer. And so there are a lot of ways that, again, you could do this really simply. You could actually even write the email content for each other and then just have them put their little touches on it and off you go. And that is something that literally you could do once a month, or maybe every six weeks. But you could certainly cycle it in and out of your promotional 
calendar. Super simple, really beneficial, doesn't cost a dime, gets you the right customers, gets you the right eyeballs. Love that. So the next thing I would talk about, if you want to level it up a little bit, is uh, a partnered giveaway. And you know, I've done these many, many times. And at SockDoggo, I'm actually doing one right now. And, uh, and we have, again, we've just put some training uh, in the inner circle for this because it is so valuable. And the, the partner giveaway that I'm working on is with a company called Corgi Goods. We are just bringing out, uh, our, releasing our socks for Corgi lovers. And so it's perfect. And they make uh, t-shirts and hats and, you know, all stickers, all, all the things that Corgi lovers would like. And so we work together on this put together a prize package. Uh, We are both spending $10 a day on ads uh, to drive people to one landing page. And it's really kind of interesting because the landing page is on Corgi Goods site. And after somebody has submitted uh, their name and their email address, we are, uh, they get redirected to a thank you page on my site. And of course, the benefit of this, and I have to credit uh, one of our inner circle members, the amazing Laurel Thompson for that little trick. But the benefit, of course, is we both get the pixel uh, data. So we both are able to build an audience uh, if we would like to remarket to those people. And so we are working on a partnered giveaway. It's lasting a week. I will certainly come back and report uh, report the results. We will. They immediately get an autoresponder, which is actually coming from Corgi Goods, but with a link to visit uh, my product. And uh, once the giveaway is over, of course, I will receive uh, the names. And we'll both be able to uh, go ahead and add those people to our list and actually market them uh, as we go through into the fourth quarter. And so that takes a little bit more, you know, that takes a relationship for sure and some trust. But if you start out slowly, you know, if you start out with just exchanging some posts and then exchanging some emails, that is a really good natural next step to go ahead and offer a partnered giveaway. And you could take it even a step further and offer that giveaway to your existing list. And so that uh, those people could potentially opt into the your partner's email list too. So that's something that I think uh, more people should do. Because as you know, if you uh, have been a listener to the podcast, that even though uh, people are worried about uh, building a list on based on a giveaway because of the quality. What I know is that 25% of my sales at SockDoggo have come from a first touch on a giveaway. And, you know, when 25% of my sales come from any one thing, I, I pay attention and I want to amplify that so that I can get more of that same result. So partnered giveaways are going to be huge on my uh, on my radar going forward. So that's what I'm working on. The next thing that I'm working on, and I don't know what's going to happen, is uh, part of our content plan at uh, SockDoggo is that we have, it's really, it's it will be a brand rep program over time. It's not there yet, but we, I'm, you know, I'm a huge fan of a brand rep program. And we had a lot of success with that at my last business. We're just not evolved enough yet, but we're going to get there. So we have this program called Celebrity Doggo. And uh, 
And really what it is, is it's uh, some little bit Insta-famous dogs. They don't have massive accounts. They would mostly be under 100,000. Uh, but what we do is, of course, send them some socks. We get some pictures. We also get a bio and some fun facts about these doggos. And we've created some features actually on our website for them. So it kind of bulks out our website, gives us um, more more meat. I was actually did it uh, really to increase the time on site. So anyway, so that's what we're doing. But what we are looking at doing now, because we are adding more breeds into, uh, into Sock Doggo, so we now have five breeds of dogs, we're looking at asking some new celebrity doggos to host a giveaway for their audiences. And so we are working on that now. We have the templates, uh, you know, we are building the relationships. And even though those people don't have an audience of buyers, at this stage of my business, I'm happy for the content, I'm happy for the eyeballs, and And I think it's better targeting than what I could get on Facebook. So for example, uh, one of the breeds that we are trying to build an audience for would be pugs. And so I know right now that a lead on Facebook for a pug lover is uh, costing me around 80 cents, which is more than I'd like to pay. (laughs) And, uh, And that's probably one of the best performing ads I have is I build leads for these uh, different breeds. And I feel pretty confident that if I can get a couple of uh, celebrity doggos that are pugs, that it will cost me less in product and, uh, you know, labor back and forth to talk to people. And I will get a better quality, maybe not a better quality, but I will, my targeting will be every bit as good as it is on on Facebook, on, with a Facebook ad. And so we will be working on the, this over the fall. I think there, you know, it's going to take some time to get people who are interested in doing this. So far, we have just offered product and, uh, and to really kind of syndicate their account to send it out an email and uh, show it on our website. But I'm, I'm thinking that it's a really good supplement to my ad, my ads for for uh, leads for those breeds. So we're doing that. The other thing we're doing is we are working with a Facebook group for a particular breed of dogs. And we are working on a kind of a sponsored event where they will buy our, our socks and we will donate a portion of the sales back to the admin of the group who will donate it to their favorite charity. And so that's really like a fundraiser almost. And we have one of those uh, on the books scheduled, ready to go. I don't know how it will be. But again, that doesn't cost me anything. I don't have to put a $100 ad budget uh, towards that. It's very low and the upside could be great. And the overhead, the risk is not huge. So I will have to report back on that. You know, the worst that could happen is that it we don't get sales. But the upside, I think, is huge because then we will have some proof that we can take to other Facebook groups about how we might be able to help them raise some money for uh, things that are really important to them and their members. So I'm excited about that. 
Last thing, I'm going to tell you about uh, our big collaboration this fall, and then I'm going to tell you about a little idea I have. And so the big collaboration is uh, with a company called Bean Goods. I'm quite excited about that. They make all sorts of products for wiener dogs, and we have uh, new wiener dog socks coming. And the reason I'm excited about it is that I've done it before, and it was hugely successful. And so when we started, uh, just a quick recap, and you can see step by step how I actually ran this promotion uh, the first time we did it. And you would do it if you went to uh, the socialsalesgirls.com and then went to the roadmap to 50k on Shopify. And there are two, uh, two posts about it, how it all played out. And and the, the short story is that uh, an inner circle member, his name is Mark, he owns a company called American Doxy. He and I collaborated on an event when we launched Sock Doggo. And so he and I both ran a giveaway for a box of socks and a free pair, like a, you know, the single pair that we have. And uh, I can't even remember how many names uh, we collected. But between that giveaway and Mark emailing his list, he sold, I believe, just, I believe it was around $6,000 worth of our socks, which was great, because it was a a great wholesale order for me. But also, I uh, was able to benefit from that list, because we shared the names. And so that gave me a great start for my list building. And so the key, of course, was that I knew Mark, he was an inner circle member. So we didn't have to build a relationship. He had exactly the right audience for me. And so that was good. But here's the secret sauce, is that Mark actually designed the socks. So he designed socks that uh, he knew his audience would like. And um, I had full confidence that I was buying socks that people would like because Mark's got a successful business. And so he was really invested in the results too. And of course, he bought socks wholesale afterwards too, so that he could have them on his website. And how that really helped me was uh, it really helped me with the minimums because, you know, whenever you're having a product produced, you have, there's a minimum you have to order. And starting from zero uh, would mean I would hold that inventory for a long time. But by partnering with Mark, I was able to sell a a big chunk of it right off the hop. And so that was the short version. (laughs) Now, now here's what I know is that that really has, uh, that really helped us get a good start. And uh, I would like to repeat that. And so I uh, introduced myself to Claire at Being Goods. She is lovely. She also sells product products for wiener dogs. And uh, we have been working together for several months now. She has designed socks that we know her audience will love. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to have a giveaway together so that I will send traffic to her page. She will send traffic to her page. She will uh, choose a winner, of course. She will launch the socks to her audience, which is, uh, I, I feel like her audience is a similar size to what Mark's was, so it should be good. Um, she will be certainly have the opportunity to buy more socks wholesale, And again, we will share the list. And so that's going to give me another boost because then I can always offer these people other socks, like the the socks that I still have for wiener dogs, and I can build on that. So I feel like that is really a solid, solid way 
to kind of hedge my bets. I didn't design the socks. Somebody who already knows what they're doing designed the socks. I attached their name to them. And so their audience loves them. And I, you know, I get some really nice socks and a bunch of names. So that's what we're doing with Bean Goods. I am actively, we have a protocol now, we have uh, spreadsheets, and we are actively looking for other businesses to partner this way. Excited about that. So that will launch uh, probably in the next month. And you can bet I will come back and report on that. Maybe I'll get get Claire to come with me. She can uh, talk about it from her perspective. Now, last thing I want to talk about is this, uh, you know, this guest designer really sparked an idea for me because there's ownership in that. And I don't, I don't even know if I'm being clear. I hope I'm being clear. But when we think about uh, the Celebrity Doggo program that we, we want to launch and that we're kind of sticking our toe in with, it occurred to me that even though these people don't have an audience of buyers, they do have an audience of followers with name recognition. And one of the things on my radar, and I want you to think about this because I have talked to clients about this before too. And one of the things on my radar is that I could, we sell socks in boxes of three, and I would love to get three separate celebrity doggos, all the same breed, and have each one of them design a sock. Now, of course, they we wouldn't expect them to design a sock. We would create some designs and they would choose. We would name the sock after their dog and then we would create a massive uh, promotion around those socks. And I'm, I'm quite excited to do that. You know, don't ask me for the details because I literally... Uh, and it's just in my head. But I see that as an opportunity for more than just me. I, I truly, truly do. And let's think about this. If you are a jewelry designer, there are people that you follow. I mean, there are just influencers that I follow because uh, they're just so smart. And it's mostly women. But you know, think about it. If you're a clothing designer or a jewelry designer, could you work with a couple of those uh, major influencers on a design that was named after them, that they could start sharing the process with their audience to get their audience invested and to um, to really build a buyer for that product. I think it's a, a very, very cool uh, way to get a, an influencer really invested in what you're doing and to build a whole brand new audience for a, a particular product so that when you just launch it, off it goes and, and people buy. So that is something that is more long term. But I know there are lots of people with established businesses that could totally pull that off. And so I'm making a list of you people now that I know because we got to talk about that. So listen, guys, (laughs) that's it. I'm just going to wrap it up. Oh, actually, maybe what I'll do is give you a quick list in case you are sitting at a desk. So low hanging fruit, just work with someone to exchange some social posts for traffic and awareness. Just start with that. And then when you want to up level, do a sponsored email for each other. And you can actually add people in, you could create a whole group of people. And what I would say to you is get good at that. Make that part of your regular content plan. Your audience will love it. You will love it. The people you collaborate with will be really grateful. So that's all low hanging fruit, in my opinion. 
things that you could do now that you don't have to like start building a relationship. But when you're thinking about the long game, like the big picture, who are people that you could partner with for something more, whether it be a partner giveaway, or it it's a, um, you know, something that you would do a fundraiser for, or it is uh, somebody like the influencer that you would work with to create a design, who is a really good, uh, like who could be a good partner for you for that? Put that on your long-term list and start, you know, just connecting with those people and seeing if you're really a good fit for each other. Here's what I know. I know that if we have to buy our way to the traffic and uh, and sales that we need to pay ourselves well and have a business that we absolutely love, number one, I think it's expensive. But the other thing I would say is, gosh, I feel like it's building a house on a shaky foundation. And there are a lot of people that would uh, disagree with me and maybe think that I'm playing small. Here's why I feel this way. And it's and it's really just goes back to like being solid and really owning your audience and really knowing that, uh, gosh, if you get an unexpected bill for three or four thousand dollars, you can make it rain. You can go back to that audience and actually get the sales that you need. And when you're paying for traffic and you're paying for sales, you're really at the mercy of algorithms and Facebook. Like I know just this weekend, one of our members had her Facebook ad account disabled. She has no idea why, but I guarantee you it's going to take two or three days bare minimum to get it back. And so I feel like even though this is uh, takes longer and is not always easy or comfortable, this is the way solid businesses are built. Businesses that are highly profitable, that pay you well, You'll have long-term great relationships, and I think it is totally worth investing a little time and maybe a little money in doing this. So my takeaway for you is that sit down, make a list of 10 people that you could potentially collaborate with, start with the lowest hanging fruit and see what you can get on the books in the next couple of months. So that's it. Listen, thank you so much for spending your time with me. If uh, if you find this helpful, I would love it if you would leave a review of the podcast on Apple. That's always helpful. And I'm going to see you in the next episode. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K, and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. 
So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.